Welcome to my podcast, Girl with the Camera. My name is Nicole and I'm your host. And in today's episode, it's a part two of our spooky October. And I'm talking about the Midnight Club. As um, If you haven't heard about it, check out my previous episode, which I talked about num- episode of the Midnight Club number one, two and three. So in today's episode, I'm going to be spoiling but hopefully you have seen and you have watched the episode four five and six because i want to talk about it okay if you haven't seen it or you don't have netflix just listen because i'm going to go over basically every scene um important scene from the episodes and kind of like move the story and next week I'm gonna watch um, another free episode, so I'm gonna be talking about episode number 7, 8 and 9. And on Halloween, Monday 31st of October, I'm going to talk about the finale number 10, episode number 10. So, of course, I'm gonna assume that this is gonna end like a cliffhanger, so of course it's going to be um, something mysterious happening at the end, but I'm going to dedicate the whole episode to it on the Halloween. So the previous episode, episode number three, ended um, of, you know, kids discovering this basement, okay? And basically, um, so Alanka discovered this with Kevin and the episode number four starts with the opening scene from the most creep from the creepiest elevator I've ever seen. And everybody is going down there to check out what is going on, what's happening. So this is the opening scene. Like they walk in to this dungeon and with their with their lights and they see the bat in <laughs> in the middle of it and it's like oh my god somebody was actually living there everybody's completely creeped out and they don't know what to think about it and then when they have a closer look they actually discover the paintings and like the nature around and it just seems like somebody was performing something there not only living but actually something like a cult uh, rituals they see the signs on the on the on the ground and it's all so kind of like weird and like suspicious they have the sky painted above on the ceiling so they're kind of like i don't know what this is you know we don't know what to like what to think about this what creeped me out the most about this scene is the, <laughs> the fact that they just walked away from this elevator which could like anytime just go up and not come back and like I don't understand like I would just literally like block the door because if that elevator is going up for some reason they cannot get out of there so and it you know it kind of freaks me out so Alanka finds this book in the Midnight Club and she sees like the names of the members and their stories that they were telling. Uh, somebody was taking the minutes and it's the dates, it's the, you know, all the notes, all the stories. And, you know, everybody's like so interested, like, oh my God, the Midnight Club, you know. Um, and the founder was actually Julia. Uh, Juliet 
Jane, Julia Jane, you know, the survivor of that all. So whatever she was doing down there worked because she got cured. So now, of course, the Christian member of the crowd um, is completely freaked out. And uh, she's completely like, oh my God, we shouldn't be here. This is um, this is not good. We shouldn't play with this. This is a cult. Um, they were doing and performing some rituals here and we're not allowed to be here. We shouldn't mess with this. This is beyond us. And, you know, we don't want to go there. And of course, she's very religious. So, you know, um, this episode is basically going to be um, about religion and everything around that so um yeah they find all these symbols and all these things that you do perform um rituals with and basically everybody leaves (laughs) because they are freaked out except for anya of course kevin and alanka so these three are like oh yeah let's dig in Uh, But everybody else is completely freaked out and they leave. Um, So this is how we have the opening scene. And then we have this really deep dialogue um, between um, Sandra. So Sandra is the religion girl and she's going to have a deep discussion with Spencer. Because Spencer is gay and he got HIV. And Sandra is very religious. Um, So they have this discussion in the group. And she's like, you know, let's pray. Let's, you know, do this like, uh, you know, uh, properly, like religion, blah, blah, blah. And Spencer, of course, uh, gets annoyed. And of course, then he gets gets this monologue of how the faith, uh, the actual religion, is completely... Um, disregards him because he's gay and the religion is telling him like there's something wrong with him and his parents are have turned against him because it goes against the religion so they have a big 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 fight and in the following scene Alanka meets again Shasta which is actually Julia like come on like it's so obvious um And they talk in the forest and, you know, they give like naturopathic tip. And what I, you know, what is funny about this is like, like natural medicine works, right? But in this series, I feel like this is connected to like, if you're a naturopath or if you prefer natural medicine, you're basically a cult. And it's kind of funny, like, I'm not going to read into it because it's not true in real life. But, um, of course, I understand for the purpose of the making the show more interesting, they do it. Now I can get to the part where um, Kevin is going to prom with his girlfriend. <laughs> so, because we found out he has a girlfriend. Oh my god, this is so cliche. Okay, uh, so Alanka is putting makeup on his face. And Sandra is annoying again, coming in and be like... Uh, Spencer, um, I should be pissed off at him because he said really hurtful things about my religion, blah, blah, blah. Completely. She's like, she's like part of the cult. And by the way, religion is cult. Um, You can argue with me, but when you look at it, it's true. Uh, Any kind of like group of people that have absolutely no proof of anything 
um, and they just believe in something, it's cult. And I'm not saying like, you know, if you're an entrepreneur and it's like, oh, I'll make money, you know, or if you read Secret, you know, the book, and you believe that, like, that doesn't mean, doesn't make you part of the cult, but like, it's a tribe, okay? Um, okay, this was off topic. Um, so Kevin leaves for the prom, and uh, Spencer, oh my god, that scene killed me. He goes next to, he goes past recovery room where the member uh, in the last episode died. And he goes past the recovery room and there is like a voice communication. So kind of like a radio between outside of the room and inside. And he walks past, he walks by and he sees some, he hears some interference in the, in the comm. And he stops and he's like, what? And then the room is locked so he can't get in. And when he's like, he says hello into the voice com. I don't know how to say radio, whatever. He says like hello. And then he hears the voice back, you know, but actually nobody's in their room and it's locked. So he cannot check. So he goes to Mark, the, the nurse, and he says like, oh, the recovery room is locked. And he's like, no, it's never locked. And he's like, no, it's locked. I can't get in. And somebody's in. I heard a voice and he comes in and he opens the door and it's not locked. And nobody's there, of course. So that scene was super creepy. And I was like, no, I'm scared. Um, yeah, that was really, really creepy. Yeah, but really cool at the same time. Um, Alanka has some reaction to something. So she's puking in the next scene. Um, and Anya is like um, asking her whether she wants some morphine or some medications. Um, and then they meet at midnight and Sandra is telling the story. And basically, I'm going to skip this story because I don't find it that interesting, to be honest. I think it was kind of like a filler and I understand there's a layer to the characters. But her story is about, I mean, it was kind of funny, but uh, it's kind of like the old school uh, story of a murder. You know, if you imagine like Agatha Christie. Like, who's the killer and, you know, somebody's faking their death. So, um, and of course, the main character is basically Spencer and he's gay and he goes to high school and he's in love with um, a guy and he hides it and somebody exploits them, blah, blah, blah. So I see where they go, where the writers go with this, with this story and I completely understand. Um but it was kind of like a filler, you know, not really to the point, not really scary at all. Um, but they basically resolved the conflict between them with this story when she admitted, like, um, the religion in this case is wrong um, about um, gay people and so on. Um, and God should love everybody equally. Um, so the last scene of the of the episode is um alanka um so okay alanka finds a book in the library with the, the with the symbol and it belongs to the cult right and anya takes a little bit too much of the morphine and she basically overdoses and she sees some shadows and she's completely like you know kind of like drunk and stuff 
and um, she sees this shadow and it's all creepy and somebody's in the recovery room for sure. And Alanka comes in to the room and Anya is just lying on the floor, um, completely not moving. So that's the end of episode number four. And if I go to episode number five, where we start with um, giving the first aid to Anya because she seems completely dead. Of course, we know she's not going to die because she's one of the main characters. But uh, so she comes back to life and... Then she's put into basically intensive care and she's um, almost dying. And um, Alanka is kind of like, you know, I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And what happens? So the whole episode is kind of bridged because it's episode number five. So it's kind of bridged to what's going to follow and it's a breakthrough. So the whole episode together with Anya and what happened, but also... Um, the whole episode is focused around Amish, which is uh, uh, around Amish um, and his, you know, the day that the doctors predicted that he's going to die and the day is today and he celebrates he's still here. So they have kind of like a ritual where they bury something. Um, he buries his suit, you know, and he celebrates that he didn't die. And so the whole episode is kind of in a vibe of like, you know, waiting for death and everybody's kind of like depressed and it's it's a nice, really nice bridge to what's going to happen in episode number six. And basically, Amish tells a really interesting story about like gaming and coming back from the future, which is again a little bit of a filler, but this is a character layer. So it's okay, but the most important thing happens afterwards, where basically Anya has a complete breakdown and she cries that she doesn't want to die. Like she has complete break breakdown and she's like, I don't want to die, and she cries. And the last, you know, last shot of that scene is Alanka looking at that book that she found in the in the in the library which is about cult with it has the same symbol of this clock sand clock and she has this book right where obviously there is like a whole manual of how to do rituals so she doesn't want to wait for death she wants to save Anya she wants to save everybody so this is a really like she's gonna do it they're gonna do they're gonna do some rituals because first of all they have nothing to lose and second of all they don't want to die so they're willing to go and you know beyond and kind of like play with fire because they have nothing to lose so episode number six is super creepy because number one um uh, Kevin continues to tell his story where he kills women. <laughs> so this is literally like the opening scene, which obviously I knew that this was just a story um, because it's continuation. And he ends it. Um, he ends it and says to be continued. But of course, um, somebody has a story and it's Alanka and it's a double story night. And she tells the story about um, a girl with special powers with her mom. 
and you know she can see the future it's kind of like a final destination sort of thing so that story is pretty cool and pretty sad and creepy and then we go back to reality and Anya is doing really bad like she's base she's got seps sepsa and um she's got infections and she basically kind of like can die anytime um so Alanka is like okay we're gonna do this because I'm not gonna let her die so she goes back to the forest to meet uh, Shasta and which is basically Juliet I'm I swear it's it has to be Juliet it has to be Julia um and she's like what should I do and then she discovers like Juliet has the symbol tattooed on her arm and she's like oh you know like obviously you must know because you know I know about everything about that place and she tells her exactly what she needs to do in order to do this ritual okay so she tells her step by step what she needs to do and she has this really interesting monologue about natural medicine and it's really like it makes complete sense of course it has like you know she belongs to cult but like the point of natural medicine is clearly um there and it does work obviously and it's a really nice way to prove that uh if we you know exclude the ritual cult stuff <laughs> so she gives her tips and now alanka uh, alanka goes back and she tries to uh convince everybody to be part of this ritual because she needs a certain amount of people and she needs girls and boys as well brothers and sisters of course sandra is completely against it because it's against the religion and um this is something that shouldn't be like you know we're trying to save our bodies but actually the spiritual world is the most important so we shouldn't play around with that we shouldn't mess with that so she's completely strongly against it some people you know um are freaked out and they don't want to do it but then in the end it's like you know oh you have nothing to lose because we want to save anya so it's all about like saving anya and everybody's in the end is like okay well we'll do it we'll do it for anya if it doesn't work then it doesn't work um so they agreed to do it except for sandra because she's like it's against my religion um but uh actually natsuki comes to her and convinces her okay but still we don't actually see her so basically there is a night and they go uh they go down to the basement to perform the ritual and what is creepy when she, when Alanka comes in and she sees so you have like ropes and from that ropes somebody put the writing which says don't and it's just so creepy oh my god i think it was sandra you know um but it was super creepy and uh alanka is you know getting ready so she's got her knife because they need to put together blood and everybody's there except for sandra right um so they want to start and all of a sudden um the elevator goes up and everybody freaks out because um they are like uh, if this elevator doesn't return we're going to be stuck in here right so everybody's just like oh what's happening what's going on uh and it creeps me out okay because i'm like you know if this goes wrong um uh, they're done 
So this is the part where I'm like, re <laughs> I was really like, just like, no, like claustrophobia and all that stuff. Uh, so I was, I got, <laughs> I got really scared and everybody started like running towards the elevator, you know, and it'd be like, no, 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 we're going to be stuck here forever. And thank God the elevator comes back and Sandra is in the elevator, right? And she's like, I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to do it for Anya. So they perform the ritual. They put the blood together and this has literally the the creepiest ending where everybody's like their eyes are closed and they do some you know they they say some stuff out loud and Anya is like crying and like feeling some energy and then she sees the freaking shadow coming towards her and it's so freaky and she's complete she's like guys guys and that shadow is reaching towards her and it's the most like uncomfortable thing because everybody's like in this trance they they, they don't listen and Anya is completely freaked out and she's like she doesn't know what to do and then it cuts and it ends right so we have a nice cliffhanger and i have absolutely no idea what the hell is going on and what's going to happen and we're going to talk about it next week okay so the next episode it's called Anya. So oh my god, I have absolutely no idea what's gonna happen. And I cannot wait to watch the next three episodes and then we're gonna have the big finale on Halloween. But okay, so let's predict what's gonna happen. So uh of course it it has to go south, right? At some point, but it's not gonna go south now right i believe that it's gonna turn out well anya is gonna do well so she's gonna like seem to be doing better but later in the episodes so maybe episode number eight or nine um when they i suppose they start performing these rituals like for everybody or they find different rituals in the books and they kind of will feel like it's gonna like it's working, you know, and everything's great. And in the end, like you know, episode eight or nine, it's gonna shift, and some stuff is gonna happen, and it's gonna turn against them. This is what I would expect from this, and this is my prediction in terms of like the plot. I think Kevin is a little bit like off with his stories, so he might get crazy, and maybe when I think about it. So everybody told a story. So they kind of revealed what kind of people they are. Because when you tell stories, you you know, you do you dig deeper into your fears or desires and then you form these characters. So I think in every story there's a little bit of truth. And when they do these rituals, maybe their worst part of them is going to come out and actually all the stories that they told become true so whoever told the story about the crazy killer they're gonna become one uh so maybe they're just gonna kill each other in the in the last episode <laughs> and i swear i cannot wait to see whether i'm right or wrong but of course it has to it needs to have some cliffhanger for like 
followed season two, for example. Um, but I think these stories that they told are basically gonna turn and make like and turn into reality. Okay, I'm gonna watch another episode tonight, um, and then of course next week, and I'm gonna record another episode talking about episode number seven, eight, and nine. So tune back in next Monday. You can find me on socials. You can find me on my YouTube. So you can just Google Nicole Van Videos. And you will see my YouTube channel. And on social media, you can go to um, Instagram or TikTok or Twitter and just type Nicole underscore Van, V-E-N. And you will find me there so you can follow me. And yeah, tune back in next Monday.